0: The following podcast is brought to you by the fine people over at Amazon.com. You know Amazon; you go there and you buy uh, kinky shit for your wife, maybe a little something for. Uh, you could kill somebody on Amazon. You could buy rat poison. Oh yeah, uh, I mean it, it's, it's. Can I get a good deal on it? Well, it depends. If you want to, uh, if you want to kill somebody the old-fashioned way, and just go uh, knife. Uh, I think you can get a bow. Can, can you get, like, weapons on Amazon? Oh, I don't know. I've never ordered them. No. I would imagine you can get a weapon of some sort, maybe an axe, and then you see, go— See, that would be—do
1: people actually get killed with axes in real life, or is that just movies?
0: Um, I think that in not in our part of the country, yeah. But I think if you go down
1: south, oh, then there's a lot of axe. Murders. There's
0: axe murders, yeah. Or because the
1: term axe murderer is is like you know it's a strong, much more colorful than being shot or stabbed.
0: Oh, yeah. I think yeah. when you go on a job interview to, to kill somebody and you say, you, you slide a business card across the desk that says murder, Axe murder on it. Ooh, this is specialized. <laughs> this guy, yeah. yeah. This guy's going to leave a mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go to Amazon uh, through fitsdog.com, click on the link, and then shop as usual, knowing you can help the show. Do it. Don't be a douche. And now here's the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Fitzdog Dog Radio. My guest today is uh, a beautiful man. Yes. Yes,
1: I really am.
0: Would you say, uh, what would you say is your most attractive feature?
1: Oh, I'm just just head to toe Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's hard not to look at you. you know? Yes.
1: Yeah. I, it's just hypnotic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like bill cosby it's yeah. hypnotic you don't know why you're feeling hypnotized
1: yeah you you don't know uh where you are the <laughs> night before or oh, why your pants are missing but <laughs> now you're a
0: comedian you've been around bill cosby what was that like i've i've done two
1: uh appearances like one on his original huxtable show uh-huh. and one when he came back with the other things and uh yeah one one time i i complained I had a headache and uh he brought me some pills <laughs> <laughs>
0: And did you feel? Uh, did you feel yeah. shameful later? Uh, yes,
1: I, I I felt unclean. Yeah. The next day, and uh, but he said to me, <laughs> "That's
0: how he comes. That's uh, yes. what it sounds like when he yes. orgasms." Yeah, as he
1: was having <laughs> sex with me, he was pumping um, up in the... <gasps> Goosey. <laughs> the-,
0: the-, <laughs> the worst part is if you're almost in a REM cycle with your drugging, yes. you might wake up because of the noise. Oh yeah. Of so he's gotta give you a little extra <laughs> to keep you under for And the- then there'd
1: be that mixed thing where I'd go, Hey, you know, I I, I don't wanna be raped right now, but it is the voice of <laughs> Fat Albert. So I maybe maybe when he comes he'll go hey hey hey
0: <laughs> But I bet I bet he wears the hat you know the guy that pulled the hat down over his face Oh yes he probably yes. wears that over his face <laughs> <laughs> hey 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 I mean, it's sort of like, I wonder, to be raped has got to be the worst thing in the world. Is it worse or better to be raped by a big celebrity?
1: I I would think you have more bragging rights right? if you're raped by a big... Like, I was, I think it was at the Tonight Show. And <laughs> there was some makeup woman there who I'd never worked with before, and She's applying my makeup, and before even saying, before we barely said hello, not not a, even a, how are you? Look how I think it may rain later, nothing like that. She immediately goes into, uh, at least according to her, that Steven Seagal raped her, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it's like <laughs> you can see this was like she played it up like yeah. she was horrified but yeah. it was a she uh,
0: you could tell it was as a humble brag
1: yes <laughs> yes because then later on uh somebody said uh the other makeup woman said uh, oh who who did did you do have you had your makeup on already and i said someone else did and she goes oh the one who was raped <laughs> Stephen chagall <laughs>
0: That's her icebreaker. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm sure when <laughs> she gets into a cab, it's like, oh, yeah, take me to I was raped right by Steven Seagal to Fifth Avenue No <laughs> uh, in a restaurant. How was your like, day?
0: Yeah. Well, uh, it, better than the day I was <laughs> raped by Steven Seagal, for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, when she sits down in a restaurant, uh, uh yes, uh, would you like to order? Well, I was raped right by Steven Seagal. I'll have
0: the chicken and rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, poor Steven Seagal! And just as a dic- disclaimer on the show, of course, we have to say we don't know that she was. <laughs> we don't <laughs> so know that you know she was raped right 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 by Steven, Steven Seagal. Seagal. You know, it's it, it's uh it's hard to know. But I I would like to get her on the Jean show. Claude Van Damme. That's yeah, what I right. Say. Right. I
1: say. <laughs> if she could if she could
0: have, if she could have chosen,
1: it could have been Jeff. What was that? Jeff Speakman.
0: Was he another action yeah, hero? Yeah,
1: he was. Yeah, for a shorter while.
0: Yeah, you have an uncanny recall for movie trivia, right? <laughs> I mean, you know yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a trivia question right now. Oh, see if no. you know it about movies. Uh oh. Um, let's see who, who directed Channing Tatum's first film? Wow. I should know
1: this because, you know, Channing Tatum, they asked him. Does he have a a uh, nickname for his penis?
0: Oh really? I didn't know yeah. that.
1: Yeah. And and Channing Tatum said uh he calls it Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're on the map now. I'm I'm hanging between Channing Tatum's legs. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was so honored by that.
0: And and so in a sense, all these hot starlets that he's Uh, banging—it's
1: Gilbert. Gilbert's in there, right?
0: Yeah. Who's the hottest chick in Hollywood? You mentioned Scarlett Johansson before. I would put her in my top two sexiest women. Oh, who's the other? I hate to say it; it sounds old school. Angelina Jolie.
1: Oh, okay. See now, of the two, because she always put those two together. Of the two, I always wanted to, to fuck Jennifer Aniston
0: uh, <laughs> first. Why like, Jennifer Aniston? Because the feet, I, got great feet.
1: Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I I thought if you know, because I always picture that they're they're always in the tabloids. Yeah, there, two pictures. Right. But yeah, I don't know her. I always thought of as uh, more sexy than Angelina Jolie, who I, if, I mean, if she's begging to fuck me, I would. Right, right.
0: Did you have, do you have any sex with famous women in your life? No.
1: Never no, once. No, not, not even semi-famous. Not even an extra in a fairly popular movie. <laughs> 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 not even, not even a girl who was sitting in <laughs> Way in the back in a lunchroom scene on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> no. <laughs> so nobody that nobody thought that you could help them if, yeah. They, if they yeah yeah isn't a that dad. horrible? That I mean these actresses are so desperate yeah. for anything not
0: that desperate yeah yeah
1: they they look at me and go he can't get me anywhere right yeah right. wow and now you know what's what's funny because when you think about sexy actresses and models. Years ago, they used to be like these ones that you could put like in a punchline, or if you were talking to your friends, like saying, Hey, you know, if you had to kill someone, but you had a chance to uh, fuck so and so, there aren't those ones around now. There are beautiful girls, right? But not so It's these not like ones- a
0: Marilyn Monroe, yes, or a- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, or I guess like. Like, or Cindy Crawford right. used to be like that, or Pam Anderson was right. like that, and or but yeah, or Brigitte Bardot years ago.
0: Yeah, there's not that well, because women are they don't play as female as they used to. As soon as they get yes. successful, they want to do stuff that doesn't define them as just female. Oh, yes, so th-
1: it, yeah, it used to be like, hey, uh, you know. Imagine if you were stuck in an elevator with Raquel Welch and that was, now you
0: don't find that. No, we need that. We need a bombshell who's not afraid to come off as, uh, you know, just purely sexy. Yes. Not a mover and a shaker who's going to do a fucking indie film and just a dumb, big-titted, you know, sex pot.
1: I, I I love these girls that go, oh, well, are these actresses who say, oh, I can't just play the girlfriend. Yeah. Play the fucking girlfriend. Right. You know an actress who, she was never really a sex pot, but I always admired her because she seems like one of these actresses who'll take the part of the girlfriend or wife, and that's Renee Russo. Yes, she she seems like she's you know she's working, right? You know, if you wanted to be the girlfriend or the wife, yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah, she's and she'll play above her age. You know who's like that as well is um, uh, she won the Oscar three years ago for that movie that was set in Canada, uh, Melissa Leo.
1: Yeah, I her I don't know if
0: no you you'd know her. It's yeah. weird she won an Oscar and the Oscar fucks up your career, doesn't oh, it? Oh
1: my god,
0: of course the
1: curse is real. I was gonna say, oh my god, like I know, because because <laughs> I won one. Well, have had you had to be a player? Have you ever been nominated for something? Uh the the only thing I was ever really nominated for uh was uh, the Ace Awards. Oh, the Cable Ace Awards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Which nobody outside of the Ace Awards knows about. I won one. You won one. I won one. Oh, see, and I mean, and you were nominated though. I I lost. You lost the Cable Ace Ace Awards. Awards. (laughs) Yeah, I did. You show up to the ceremony? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what the hell? I didn't go. Cause there's food there, but I lost. What well, was it for? A stand-up special? Oh, it was uh, up all night. Of you course. know, best host. Yeah, <laughs> up all night. Yeah, and and I lost. I couldn't even get an ace Award. Who did you lose to? Oh God, I don't remember. Probably Tracy Ullman.
0: Yeah, of course. Doing another one-woman show. Yes. With all new characters. Oh, yes. Every year (laughs) for 20 years. I, I never understood those. Never once. It was literally like my thumb was it was like on Adderall when it had the remote control in my oh, hand. Oh yes. And and she was on TV.
1: Yeah, I I never understood it. It was like, well, it's just like I never understood one man or one woman shows. Yeah. I I I don't get the point. Right. To them, you know. It's like like any of those shows like Defending the Caveman or Only the Truth is Funny or <laughs> Because I always feel like it's... And, you know, then I was walking and my neighbor came over and said, Hey, uh, your lawn looks uh, bad. And then the audience... See, what's good about a one-man show is, like, I'll, I do stand-up. And you have to be funny every second. Right. On a, on a one-man show, you talk for, like, uh, 20 minutes and then if you say and i couldn't find my socks and then the audience will go oh well, that
0: kind of sounds funny <laughs> yeah yeah they're too easy yeah, yeah. it's like an, it's like if you do a benefit for really liberal people if oh, you yes. do like an npr benefit Oh, they like you ever listen to the Wait Wait Don't Tell Me? It's the least funny show I've ever heard in my life. It's on NPR every week. And they fucking you make one little pun, you make a pun and oh, yeah. they lose their shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, they they if if you do a one man show, all you gotta do is find those spots where you go like, and then uh and then my my dog got sick and my dad took me out to the garage and we said goodbye to Fluffy that day. And then you just hold it. You cry. You do the show for a year. Yeah. You cry every night at the same fucking the, spot. The audience is like like bawling their eyes yeah. out at that point. Yeah. But with the exception, I'll make some exceptions about the one-man show. Colin Quinn does great one-man oh, shows. Oh, yeah. Have you seen his? I I haven't seen his. Why no. would you not go see Colin Quinn's show? He's a friend of yours. Uh, yeah, but I
1: can't see comedians. Oh. Can't watch them. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just never? I, 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 yeah. It's it's like you know it's like when you're a comic and you watch another comic you go ah oh, yeah that's funny yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I see what he did there
0: yeah you're not you're not laughing you're kind of deconstructing yeah, what you the go, guy's oh, doing oh
1: yeah he kind of twisted it around at yeah. the last second <laughs> okay,
0: yeah yeah that's that's pretty clever. <laughs> It's never funny, it's maybe clever. Yeah. Like like, you know, just just mail me can you just mail me your jokes so I can read them? Yeah, do I yeah. have to go to a club yeah. and eat chicken wings?
1: Yeah, and and you know, to make it even easier, circle apart <laughs> where you do a switch or uh you do something unexpected, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just I... like yeah, with the <laughs> yellow marker, you know, it. Oh, this is where I s- I switch it around. Oh, okay, okay. I see that.
0: And, you were going yeah. this way, and oh, and, highlighter. And then all oh, all you of a sudden yeah. You went the. It's the other... kind of
1: like when you pick up a book that was. Uh, used book, and you see like part circle right. and an arrow, yeah. and every, I feel like, yeah, uh, you know, send me the joke, yeah, right. and put a circle, <laughs> a yellow highliner, and an arrow. And put an asterisk
0: I, on your closing bit, just like uh, so yes. know it started. <laughs> yeah, you know? and then if there is crowd work, you know, just put that in italics.
1: Yeah, and yeah, you know, oh yeah, and you should put on the bottom. Uh, a man, dark-skinned man, not sure Indian or Middle Eastern, so it'll, I'll understand the terrorist joke or something. Or why you started doing a Gandhi imitation.
0: And why did I come to the comedy club? Yes. Why is the man talking to me? And then just take a photo of the whole crowd so I can oh, see yes. from your point of view what you're looking at. Just give me a couple snapshots, slide that in. Oh, and, and if you do
1: anything that could be in any way deemed racist, have a photo of a black guy laughing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I then love- under,
1: underneath <laughs> it, right? Look, he's laughing. Yeah. It's okay, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I love that in comedy specials when they do and you know and you're you're you know, you're walking down the street and you run into a black guy and then they zoom zoom right to that one black guy (laughs) who's laughing and it's like, oh it's okay. See, it's not racist. He's not offended. You do a joke about a fat woman. Oh yeah, to this you poor, have a fat, sad, woman fat woman bouncing up and down a chair with a double chin shaking <laughs> as she's laughing. And you go, Oh, see, fat people like that kind of
0: stuff. <laughs> you do a show you do a joke about cunts and it just <laughs> cuts to these two college girls. Yeah, yeah, or
1: you zoom in on a vagina laughing. <laughs> becomes like a Fellini film. Yes. Just
0: absurd <laughs>
1: objects. Quick, get a close up on the laughing vagina.
0: <laughs> it's <so> like
1: <laughs> Can you press the button for that <laughs> laughing vagina noise? <laughs>
0: This guy's a real asshole. They- Zoom. <laughs> Just a spider-shaped brown asshole <laughs> laughing. <laughs> you know, hairs around it. <laughs> now, as we're talking, there's a... Suddenly, there's a Zabruder film being shot. <laughs> Two guys yeah, have come in. They both have beards. They look uh, well, very yeah, well-mannered. Yeah, cover the fact
1: that they're gay. Yeah, they both have beards. They have a woman that stands next to him saying, "Oh, I'm
0: his girlfriend." She's just a prop, <laughs> yeah, yeah. whichever one she's closer yeah. to. Yeah, no, no, I'm fucking him. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'll, I'll never forget when, you know, when the news first started coming out, like that was some big news that, um, uh, Richie Martin, Ricky Martin was gay. Yeah, and so there was this article. That came out and you go, oh, God, you could you could smell the PR company's hands on this. Yeah. And this girl, like a pretty girl, like some aspiring actress or model was going, oh, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for saying this. But I've been having sex with Ricky Martin. (sighs) And boy oh boy he knows how to please a woman
0: in bed. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, meanwhile she's she's built like a weightlifter and he only fucks her in the ass. <laughs> and and even
1: then she has to put on a paste on mustache. <laughs>
0: He puts anytime fucking he puts his fist in front of my vagina and he shakes it up and down like he's playing dice. <laughs>
1: what does that mean? Yeah. And and in bed he calls me Harvey. <laughs> Sometimes I wear the mustache that has the little ring nose that you buy in
0: the gum machines. <laughs> He's really kinky. I don't know what it is. He just he, he likes to have sex with me and and another guy. He likes to double team me. But he, they don't pay that much attention to me really.
1: And and as he's fucking me, he's staring at a
0: poster of Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts the face out and he glues it to my forehead. <laughs> Oh, Ricky, you're uh, out now. He's out now, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. He's yeah. fully out. God yeah. bless him. You ever had a gay experience? <laughs> no, no. What's the closest you ever came to a gay experience?
1: Let's see. Oh, I remember walking in Central Park, mm. and uh, this uh, black guy with, like, a kind of, like, West Indian accent, he's, like, talk trying to start a conversation with me uh walking along and i'm like what's this guy talking to me for i was like really like a teenager at the time and i'm just walking along giving one word answers and then he goes you want to suck the dick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and I turned around and immediately walked in the other direction. And he, he yells out angrily, what are you, a racist?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you are so obviously gay, that could be the only reason. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, and another time, <laughs> I was
1: on the train. And see, this is bad because... <laughs> You need me to make my my racist asian face.
0: Yeah, yeah, which <laughs> is your face anyway. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Ex- imagine my face but even more. Imagine a an Al Hirschfeld uh caricature of my face. And now that, that's my offensive asian face where you really do the buck teeth and every and <laughs> yeah the wispy mustache. <laughs> yeah. And you squint your eyes. <laughs> extra, extra. And um, I remember I was on the subway and this old Chinese guy, uh, he's looking at me from the other side of the subway. And as he's getting off the train, he goes over to me with his like cane or umbrella and like starts tapping my ankle. With it, like as a signal, like, you know, let's, yeah, let's go out here so I can
0: (laughs) do a Buck Teeth face and (laughs) scream. He starts riding you like a rickshaw. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Wow. He's hitting you with the cane. That's like that Republican move. Remember in the bathroom. Stall oh my god, at the airport? yeah, where he
1: put his hand under the stall and right. was tapping. Yeah. Yeah. I never I that's I think that's where most people found out about that that move.
0: Right. I think it it's like some kind of a Republican mating dance. You know, you, you <laughs> tap you tap your toe and you kick over and you move your hand and then <sighs> I mean, first of all, if I'm taking a shit I'm not feeling that sexual. Like, if you if you want to hit on me. Oh, well, when I'm taking a
1: shit, I get a raging heart on.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, you give yourself a blumpkin. <laughs> you know what a blumpkin is, right?
1: I've heard it's that. It's when a
0: girl blows you while you're taking a dump at the same time.
1: Oh, I've never had a blumpkin. <laughs> no.
0: I mean, that takes commitment from your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that means you're truly in love. Uh, yeah, you're really in love. And how long you been married for? Ah, uh, oh God, a while. Twelve I've years. Never had a blumpkin. Never. Well, look, you got
1: It's kind of like I, I kind of uh, felt like <laughs> Red Buttons when I said that, and he <laughs> never had a blumpkin. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know Red Buttons' okay. voice. Red, Red Buttons. Uh, he was an old comedian. And he had this bit, it was like where he'd go, and he, you know, he'd go up there and goes, it's very nice to be at this dinner honoring Bob Hope, but let's talk about the people who never had a dinner. And he'd do a joke and go, and he never had a dinner. And then he'd do another joke about someone famous and go, and he
0: never had a dinner. Right, right. (laughs) So in other words, he would do his act- under the pretense of oh, this, he never right. had a oh, dinner. That's great. Yeah, I yeah. love it. <laughs> How many roasts have you done? Oh, hmm.
1: I lost track.
0: A million, right?
1: Yeah, I mean it seems that way, but I mean there were a couple that were never were in air. They were just for the friars. right? Right. And um, but yeah, no. Yeah, uh, let's see the Bob Saget, Joan Rivers. Uh, Roseanne, uh David Hasselhoff. No somehow. Oh out. shit. Yeah, those those were
0: fun. Do you get help writing your jokes or you do them yourself? I'm gonna say, oh, I did it all myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's intense. Most people have like twelve writers faxing yeah, them yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's too much. Yeah. Um, I wanna mention, by the way, the Gilbert Godfrey's amazing. Colossal podcast, which uh, you got to be careful because I know that um, who was it just put out a somebody just put out a CD that they called their super amazing special, and Ralphie May jumped all over them on Twitter and said, "Who the fuck are you to say that your special is so wonderful?" Oh, wow! You know Ralphie May? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So be careful. It's on iTunes. It's on the sideshownetwork.tv and gilbertgodfrey.com. Please rate and subscribe. Sideshow Network, what is that? Uh, Some network. (laughs) You have no idea. Here's how I picture you doing a podcast. Yes. There's people like these two young men here that handle you, that set the equipment up, and you sit down and you talk, and then you're done. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I... I don't know. I barely. I'm sitting here. I was having trouble, like setting the mic up, just yeah. to talk into. Right, right. I saw that. And so, yeah, uh, that stuff. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you know, your your great grandparents.
0: Yeah. Uh, know more about technical stuff than I do. Right. Well. The, the the key to the podcast is, and I've listened to it, and it's amazing. It really is an amazing, colossal podcast. So w- are you doing it out in L.A.? Is that why you're out oh, here? Oh, well, I'm doing... What am I doing now? The riot something? The... the.
1: What is that called?
0: Riot Fest? Riot Fest. Yeah, yeah. right. right. Yeah. Downtown, it's some stand-up date Tonight? Yeah, you tonight. Be there? I okay. should be... This podcast it, won't air oh, until th- tomorrow. This,
1: oh, okay. So I... Last night how I went did it go great. last night? It was good. Oh, it was amazing. Was it was it a riot? Yeah, yeah, it was an absolute riot. It was amazing did how you, well did that you get did. laid after the show? Oh, I I got so much pussy and famous pussy. <laughs> I was turning down hot looking girls because really?
0: they weren't famous <laughs> enough.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Do you I, have a black guy with a red velvet rope around your cock? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those queens from E oh, interviewing oh, the women before oh, they yes. fuck you.
1: <laughs> Who are some other actresses that you'd like to fuck? Um oh I would
0: say Natalie Portman. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely Even fuck- though we're so old it's almost like pedophilia to want to fuck her. What you know what's weird? There was that
1: first movie where everyone got familiar with her was I think Star Wars right no no that movie The Professional yeah and that was a total kiddie porn movie
0: it was yeah there's
1: no way around that one yeah and I mean she was like I don't know like 14 or something and they had her in like these tight hot pants yeah and then at one point She's with him and they play a little game with her grown man friend. And she's coming out, and you're going, oh, Does the average person in their apartment, in their closet, have? Full Marilyn Monroe <laughs> costumes and Madonna <laughs> costumes. She was coming out oh, as right, these. Yeah! yeah, I remember that. She'd come out as Marilyn Monroe and yeah. sing like you know "Happy Birthday, Mr. President," <laughs> and and then come out as Madonna and do oh uh, you know all these different sex symbol. Uh, yeah. And she was coming out dressed, and it's like it's it's one of the well, it's got kind of like those fantasies you have. When you're masturbating, you go, well, all
0: right, plot-wise, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm going to place some props in the closet uh, yeah, for my yeah. masturbatory fantasy. Yeah. It sounds like you jerked off to this. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I've jerked off to Natalie Portman, certainly. But here's the Why question. Not? Here's the moral yeah. question, Gilbert Godfrey, and I'll put this to you on the national yeah. airways of FitzDog Radio. Is it a crime... To jerk off to Natalie Portman in *The Professional*.
1: Well, uh, see, uh, you know that's an interesting plot point. We'll have to bring in who is that 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 lawyer who defended O.J. Not Kardashian. That that other um, guy, Lee, yeah. some that big famous lawyer. Yeah, um... Or who was the lawyer in the monkey trials? <laughs> uh, you know, like the evolution, teaching evolution. They oh got the big got lawyer, lawyer that Spencer Tracy played. Right. Or, yeah, they'd have to be brought in on that. Right, right. I did an episode of Hannah Montana. You did? <clears throat> yes. With with uh, that David uh, uh, Ketch... I can't remember his name. David Ketchner. K- K- ketchner Kachner, right. yes. And he was on it. And I remember there was one—I hardly ever spoke to her. I, I just—I think I said hello to her once or twice. Was
0: she a kid at this point or more of a teenager?
1: Well, see, that that's the point I'm getting at. At one point during rehearsal, she came in wearing a pair of tight denim short shorts. And, and I—so I'm going to say—I'm not going to say whether or not I jerked off that night— because i don't i don't know exactly how old she was and because i'd hate to say hey you know remember that show i did with you i jerked off that night and she'll go oh i was seven when i did yell yeah, go oh oh okay i meant jerked off like uh was lazy Ah, that's what I meant by I meant that's my way of saying slacking off. I slacked off. I just watched TV and read comic books. I, I that's what I mean by jerked off. Like, were you busy yesterday? Nah, I took it easy, jerked off. <laughs>
0: And she says, thank God, because I was only seven. Yeah. That would have been horrible if you had actually taken your cock in your hand. And moved it up and and down. And and squirted. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, this brings up another ethical question. Yes. Because I went through this recently. Some of my best masturbatory fantasies (laughs) go back to, you know, high school. Yeah. And the girls that... You know, you looked up their skirts when they were in their field hockey uniforms walking up the stairs. Oh, yeah. And the sunlight would come streaming in during math class, and you're fucking bored. But you look over, and Jill Garfunkel's tan thigh is being hit by the sunshine, and there's just that little sheen of blonde hair on top of it. And you just go home, and you you practically jerk it off your body. Oh, yes. And I go back to that. And I was thinking the other day, I pulled the yearbook off the shelf. And That's... I found Jill Garfunkel's picture. Oh. And I jerked off to her. And then I thought, she's underage in this picture. And I'm 49. Ooh. Is that wrong or am I grandfathered in cuz I jerked off when I was also underage.
1: Well, see, I was thinking more the other way, like I'm thinking so this this Garfunkel, Jill Garfunkel, yeah. She the the bad part is You're jerking off to a picture when she was a kid, but she could be in a wheelchair now. Right. And like weigh 700 pounds and have no teeth. You you don't, or or she, you haven't been in touch with her. She could be dead now. Right. And so it's
0: necrophilia. It's it's pedophilia, necrophilia. Yes. In one act. Yes. So I should go find her. I should, if you're out there, Jill Garfunkel, should I say her real name? Yeah. Is that illegal well, it's too late now
1: you're, you're, admitted admitted you're out there off, and then you're gonna find out uh you're gonna call and and it'll be her husband and say oh yeah we buried her seven years ago and it's like
0: ah damn it or um, you um, get more turned on oh yeah and you go to the, you go to the cemetery <laughs> and you jerk off on the flowers <laughs> see now another <laughs> ethical thing
1: is all these like kind of kids sitcoms in the form of Hannah Montana and uh, uh like Selena Gomez. Waverly Play, Wizards oh, yes. of Waverly Play. Yes, all of those shows that are on Disney and Nickelodeon, where I feel like there's an unwritten rule that you can watch it as long as you pretend you don't want to fuck the lead girl. Right. Because, I mean, with those shows, you're always wondering. All the girls look hot yeah. on those shows. and But you're always going, oh, but wait a minute. Uh, uh, how old is this girl? Yeah. yeah. Like
0: I found with Hannah Montana, my kids still watch Hannah Montana. Yeah. And it used to be when she was little, I would be like, all right, Hannah Montana. And I'd go, go about my business. Then she got to be a teenager. And I was like, Sli- oh, yeah. slide over, kids. Let daddy sit down. Yeah. This is pretty hot. Yeah. And now she's doing uh she's doing a show on HBO with Woody Allen. Oh my God, is this isn't perfect. He is such a sick fuck. Yeah. You know he's gonna be making out with her he still makes out with these young starlets. He casts so, them in his movies. So he
1: may be a sick fuck, but he's
0: living the life. He's living boy. the life, man. If you're a director, it's very simple. You like a hot starlet and you're good enough. You cast her in your movie, you yeah. could can, can do anything you want with her. Oh, yeah. It's just like um, like that
1: girl from uh, Saved by the Bell who was in Showgirls, that uh, Elizabeth Berkley. Oh, Berkeley. yeah. Yeah, they say she was like fucking the director, the whole, practically on the set. No kidding. Fucking
0: him. Wow, she was
1: hot. Oh, totally hot. Uh. I, I thought, see, this is going to get sick, too. I thought she was hotter on Say by the Bell, where she was probably, she was seven. now I'll probably run into her and she'll go, oh,
0: I was five when I did it. <laughs> oh, it's a thought crime. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, they can get you for now. I was just reading about this guy and somehow he got into looking at uh, underage girls' photos online. Oh, yeah. And then somebody told him about a chat room. And so he started chatting with these underage girls. And then uh, one of them said, do you want to meet for a picnic? And he said, sure. And then there he goes off to this uh, park and he's walking across the field. And the girl is like an undercover agent. He doesn't even get to the blanket. And they come over and they tackle him and handcuff him. He's been in jail for like a year and a half. Oh, jeez. And you go, well, I don't know about that.
1: And and the girl turns out to be this big fat guy with <laughs> was a badge. The, right. Yeah, going, who's on the phone going, uh, yes, I'm a, I'm a
0: three-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> I made poopy in my pants. <laughs> no, there should be a payoff. If you put yourself at that much risk, they should at least have to use a real three-year-old as bait. I... <laughs> Just for that one moment that you might have with her before they handcuff you. Well,
1: like, remember, who was that? Chris Hansen used to do oh, those. yeah, uh, the
0: predator? Yeah, oh, yeah. To catch a predator?
1: And with those, what I always found weird was, well, number one, could they really arrest those guys now? 'Cause isn't that under law entrapment? Seems like it. And and also these guys would be like these total nerdy, like uh like weirdos, you know, like too shy to even walk around. And and I felt like, wait a minute, these are guys I could beat up. I yeah. mean yeah. they're not they're not big imposing guys. Right. And and they'd have like you know, like when they walk out, they, they'd be like twenty, like <laughs> quarterbacks. Right, right. You know, with uh, guns and clubs
0: leaping right. on them, dressed and, as a bush. Yes,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> dressed as a bush, but in the kitchen, which didn't make any sense. Oh yeah,
1: and <laughs> and, and you think like. Yeah, these are guys you could go, uh, anyone, a little old lady can walk over and go, uh, okay, you're under arrest, and he'd
0: go with yeah, her. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Now, have you ever gotten involved in child pornography in any Because <laughs> you have the look. Just just publishing it. <laughs> I, I, I
1: never read it, but I would publish because there was a big profit in it. <laughs>
0: Now what is this? We got cameras. What are we filming here? I have no idea. We're in the middle of the interview. Well, see this is something show up. Uh,
1: okay, here's something that makes no sense even to me. Okay. Uh and my wife somehow is connected with this this guy with the beard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he looks and, like
1: the boss. Yeah. And and Uh, uh, some, he had an idea to make a documentary about me. Now. Oh, I
0: love it. Yeah. You, you like that idea? Yeah. Because people want to know about what you're really like, because any comic that seems to have a persona, people want to know behind the scenes. But the thing that you realize with you is it's not a persona. You're actually like (laughs) this. But gee, do I have anything to gain by this? I can't imagine, you know, you do Caroline's once a year, you gotta sell those tickets. You know, the Friday Night Late Show is a little bit light, so yeah, yeah, why not spend a year making a film?
1: (laughs) But if you're going to make a film, why can't it be like Godfather 4 or something?
0: Well, we could be more dramatic. You want to be more dramatic in our podcast? Oh, yes. You betrayed me, Gilbert.
1: (laughs) Oh, here's what gets me those things in movies. Uh when when someone's uh has betrayed like the big mafia chief, right. uh they'll they won't go like, hey, you know, you fuck, you betrayed me, bang, 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 you're dead. Yeah. It always has to be you know, in the nineteen thirties in Switzerland they had what was called the rain beetle and this was a beetle they prayed to and and they go into this long lengthy explanation yeah
0: and there's always a very small cup of coffee there's oh yes from yes while they they're
1: sipping and they're going in like they're talking like these college professors <laughs> like this that somehow after this like hour-long story they get to the point
0: yeah. And then they kill him. Yeah. And you realize, yeah. well, he's dead anyway. What Were you, were you he, trying to teach him something? Before yeah. he died <laughs> yeah. forever? It's true. There's like a whole ceremony. Yeah. And you wonder, are you doing it for your underlings that are all watching?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, watch this.
0: Watch this. Uh, this thesis yeah. that yeah. you wrote out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's true. And the. Um, you know the Godfather movies, they just, Brian De Palma, they just did a rerun of him when he was on uh The Stern Show. Yeah. Now you're a big Stern fan.
1: Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, I've been on once or twice. You've been
0: on about yeah, 50 yeah. times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um 50 would be under. I think I've been on The Stern
0: Show more times than Stern has been on. No shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You used to be on all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. How long has it been? Because wasn't there a little thing about you saying that they, he's not having on the regulars anymore?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty
0: much lucky to get on Arthur Godfrey's show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to get back on, because yeah. I, here's my theory, is I think they're going to have start having, because I've done the show like 50 times. Yeah. But I think they're going to start having comics on more because... They they just had on a guy the other day, Kyle Dunnigan, who yeah. does impressions, and uh, and it was a hit, and the listeners were saying they loved it. I think they need to, to alternate between the A list guests and some of the other guests.
1: Yeah, they they were. I mean, for a while it was. I mean, there was that article that came out, right? That Stern had some woman who was his like his basically his L Ron Hubbard. Uh, that she was like controlling everything, yeah, and not his wife,
0: right? Yeah, and she's she's what? She's the the new director over there. Yes, something. It okay. was in some article. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I remember. I don't know that we we've we've met briefly a few times, but the the only time I ever spent any time with you, we were at a there was a writer a a, a writer who wrote about comedy named Donna Co. Do you remember her? Oh yeah, And we went to her funeral and then we went out to lunch. Me, you, and Rick uh, uh, Newman from Catch oh, a Rising yeah. Star. Oh yeah, and we went to a place on the Upper West Side, and uh, that's the only time I ever hung out with you.
1: Wow,
0: remember Donna Coe? Yes, yes, very sweet lady.
1: Yeah, and I remember. Yeah, I remember going to the funeral. Yeah,
0: and then we went to lunch, and then we all ate, and then and they told me you would do this. They said, "Watch this, <laughs> Gilbert will not put in money for the check." And sure enough, check comes and you're like, I got to go. And he just stood up and left. Well, I I was, I, it was a funeral
1: and I was very upset. I was so overcome with grief that I, I didn't even remember to take my wallet with me. That's how upset I was <laughs> when when the waiter come when when the waiter came over and said, "Here's your check." Yeah. I I couldn't even hear him. Cause, he
0: reminds uh, you of Donna Cos. So yes, hard.
1: yes, and and my my sobbing. Yeah, uh, just uh, right,
0: right, deafened me yeah. to the
1: sound I, of him going. Uh, you are you paying in cash or credit card?
0: <laughs> I I I just. And you said credit card. That sounds like co, 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 co. I
1: I had to be carried out Uh, crying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, So but you are famous for this. You are famously cheap. Yes. And yet you've got plenty of money now. We know that. You did the- uh, And that's why it sucks to be married. Because now when you get
1: married, it's like someone punching a hole
0: in in a balloon full of money. Right. right. Yeah. It just just goes goes away. Flying out. Yes. And you bought a house. Is it in New York City? Uh, yeah an apartment you got an apartment yeah isn't that weird you work so hard you're successful and you live in a fucking apartment that's oh, the thing yeah. about New York
1: Oh but that's the thing in in Manhattan in Manhattan it's like what what they they consider what they whatever any place outside of Manhattan considers a lot of money. Is a joke in Manhattan. It's like, like I'll see, like in People magazine, some star... Has some place in Ohio, and it's got like ten swimming pools, a tennis court, it's his own movie theater, and they'll go. But you know, he he bought it for fifty thousand <laughs> <You're> dollars. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and you realize
0: in New York, that's that's your maintenance fees for the year. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. That's that's what you have
0: to tip the doorman. Right, and that yeah. and the payoff being you get to walk outside your building. And see a guy with a needle hanging out of his arm, exactly, and almost get run over. Yeah. It's cold as shit. Oh yes, yes. So what? What is the payoff for you to be in New York City? I mean, are you I going think to the basically, clubs? Basically, I don't know how to drive. Is that what it is? Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're able <laughs> to just raise your arm and get where you're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But are you? Do you do shows around the city very much? Not that much.
1: I mean, when I was, uh, you know, uh, first. Like those first years of like, I would go to those clubs every single night. Right. And you'd try to get on at one and then hop the subway and go to the other one and try to get on at that one. And yeah, yeah and that was for years. And yeah. I remember back then, I was addicted to it. Right. It's like I would go out in snowstorms and thunderstorms and everything. And, and I would, and if there was like a transit strike, I'd walk like 500 blocks. Right. But, you know, now when, now when I have a paying job, my dream is that the manager will come out and go, oh, you know, our stage, there was a fire and it's destroyed. <laughs> but here's your check. You can go home. And that to me.
0: You but you got you got to enjoy the part where you're standing on the stage. I mean the travel always sucks. Traveling. The backstage with three other comics oh, in the room yeah. with their girlfriends and one smoking. Oh, that all sucks. That sucks. But yeah. the time on the stage you must love. Uh,
1: some of it. Right. It's like uh kind of like the and the traveling gets worse and worse. Right. It's like, you know, planes uh, pretty soon, they're just going to have you flapping your arms up and down <laughs> to make it. F- they're taking yeah. away right anything. Yep. That was like, I remember, you know, it's now when I look back at on coach tickets on the worst airlines, that now would be the best oh, first class. Right, right. They would actually come out with a hot lunch. Yep. You know, they'd come with a tray, and you had your choice of, like, you know, lasagna or chicken, and it wasn't bad. Uh-huh. And, you know, you'd have that. They'd come to you with peanuts and pretzels.
0: But, boy. The flight attendants were attractive. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. they're fucking beasts because it's all seniority. Oh, yes. The unions have seniority, so you only get the oldest ones. Oh, yeah. That's why you got to fly Virgin. It's a newer airline, newer stewardesses. And I remember seeing something on a special
1: that showed like when the airlines first when the airlines first started, it was all like like business guys right who took it because they had money right. It wasn't the average person would be on the plane. There were no fucking kids. Yeah, no kids, no like nobody going on a vacation. It was like the businessmen. Yeah, and they had money to burn. And so they'd get these, like, basically Playboy Bunny uh, stewardesses. And on one of the airlines, uh, they would greet you in a very, very conservative, uh, you know, uniform. And then when they got you on the plane, they did basically a striptease down to, like, this sexy uniform. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. They show this on some like documentary about uh stewardesses. They do this like sexy striptease down to like their little short shorts
0: and halter top. And it's like, see, that would get me because when I fly, I I don't do it anymore, but for years, every time I flew, as soon as the plane took off, I'd go in the bathroom and I'd masturbate (laughs) because I swear to god, because I was nervous about flying. And I just, it would calm me down, and I'd come back to my seat, and I would go right to sleep. <laughs> so if the stewardesses were hot, I could have done it even faster. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just as soon as, like, it got to be almost like a Pavlovian response to, you know, that ding when you can take your seatbelt off? Oh, yes, yes. I would hear
1: that ding. Yeah, your hand slaps hand just... <laughs> the thing open. Yeah. So you like heard a the- a gunfighter. Yeah. So so you're, that ding uh, got you into the room right? And...
0: Wow. Yeah. The high altitude would give me an erection and I would just go in there and I'd lean, you know, lean my forehead against that wall above the toilet. Yeah. It's always at an angle. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh and I'd spank one out right there. I wow.
1: Never jerked off you on a plane. You never did it? Never jerked off on a plane. Wow. I I think that sounds like the the name of a Samuel Jackson movie. <laughs> a jerk off on a plane. I, I'm doing these <laughs> fucking jerk offs on this motherfucking plane.
0: <laughs>
1: Don't stop fucking jerking off on this
0: motherfucking plane. Stop jerking the motherfucking off on the motherfucking plane. <laughs> Now is Sam Jackson, is that one of your impressions? <laughs> what's your be- what's your best impression?
1: Um Jerry Seinfeld? Oh yeah, I do Seinfeld a lot though. Yeah. I like doing more like I do an imitation of this old character actor, John MacGyver. Uh-huh. Now, John, Mac- <laughs> John MacGyver, John uh his family, I don't think, knew him. Uh, (laughs) He did
0: like 200 films in 40 years. Yes,
1: he was one of those that, you know, you watch TV and you go, oh, okay, okay, okay. And uh, I don't think the people who had him in the movies knew his name. Right. And he was like like this short, kind of chubby, bald-headed guy. And he would usually be the hotel maitre d' or like the head of the office, and it would always be like, everything must be run according to schedule. I will not have anyone who is not doing the very finest work in this organization. I will not put up with anyone who is not a winner. Was that a winner? Yes. Was a winner, so he was like uh, a Trump.
0: He was like a precursor to yeah. oh, Trump. Yes.
1: <laughs> but not powerful. Right. He always came across as like you know, like a buffoonish authority yeah, yeah. figure. Oh, that's great. And but he was <laughs> he was in Midnight Cowboy. Oh yeah? Yeah. There's a scene in Midnight Cowboy where he's with John Voigt and he goes. Get on your these. Get out your these, Joe Buck.
0: Oh, you've got a strong back, Joe Buck. You're going to need it. <laughs> now I need to see every film this guy's done. Yeah,
1: and then the next scene, John Voigt's really pissed off because uh, the one who set it up was Dustin Hoffman as Ratso Rizzo. Right. And he goes, you know, hey, really funny. Old Daniel freaking out like that.
0: <laughs> what about Trump? Do you do Trump I impressions? I don't
1: really do a Trump
0: impression. What's your feeling yet. on him running? Is it is it for re- Is it time to stop kidding about it and take it, it seriously? It's so weird
1: with this Trump Trump thing. When it started, I think like a lot of people thought it was like those. You know, novelty, uh, celebrity running, yeah, you know, like, right. I think Gary Coleman was one time had a campaign running right. for president. Right. Uh, Roseanne. Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he actually.
0: He actually won governor. Yeah.
1: But, you know, every now and then you'll have a celebrity uh, uh, sitcoms actor or a wrestler or uh, anybody like that and they run and no one takes it seriously and that's what I thought Trump was going to be like that. Yeah. It would last for the a a PR month. stunt, yeah. Yeah, and then he'd go back to his reality TV's and his other appear but that his campaign really took off. Yeah. And it's weird because it's a weird thing because I think nowadays cuz everyone so gets so offended so quickly and yeah. everyone and and like now when you got a guy who doesn't give a fuck he says whatever comes into his mind he's become kind of a culture hero
0: right right and it's not so much about him it's about wh- why is america embracing him what's going on in this country that this kind of anger and oh yeah is is connecting where people don't care that he's got no experience at all as a yes. politician, and that a lot of his policies, like bombing Iran, yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, would would get us into probably some kind of an Armageddon. Oh, yeah. And, and yet, people will overlook all of that because, like you said, he speaks his mind. Yeah, I think that's just it. Like people
1: are afraid to speak their minds nowadays. Yeah. So that anyone who does, it's like you go, oh, okay. Yeah. So, do you support his run? Uh, I I don't. I'm I don't. I haven't decided on anybody. Right. I, yeah. it, it, it's all a weird bunch. Yeah, it is. And it's like, yeah. But I think right now, if I ran for president and I said, you know, fuck the Irish, let's <laughs> let's bomb them. Uh, let's <laughs> bomb their uh, their white. Pale white, reddish white asses
0: <laughs> off the map. I think people go, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I never liked the Irish.
0: <laughs> I, I, you know, it never occurred to me I didn't like the Irish. But now that he says it, yeah, I you go, hate the Irish.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I never really liked them.
0: Yeah, their parade clogs up traffic, and yeah, uh, yeah. they 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 get drunk. I,
1: they vomit at the parades.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we could... <laughs> yeah. You know, they used to be good writers, but they haven't done shit in a long time. <laughs> yeah. But the Jews is the one group you can't... You, you If you if you don't love Israel, you could be in trouble as a oh, politician. Oh, yes. Everyone will secretly yeah. hate the Jews. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But don't say it. Yeah. So how do you feel about the state of Israel?
1: Um, I... I don't know. I don't really follow it. I know some the people I know that the people who hate the Jews like having Israel because now they can claim, well, we just hate Israel. Right. Yeah. It's just
0: like they used to say we hate those city folk. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And that's it. Or like the uh the Ivy League, the the you know, the uh the Northeast elite is just another Uh, Way of saying it. Um, Oh, yeah. I want to get to this also. You've got some stand up dates coming up. And uh, for your money, it doesn't get much better than Gilbert Godfrey Live. I came up in New York. I grew up in New York and I used to go to the clubs as a teenager and see you out there and Paul Reiser and Jerry Seinfeld. And, you know, to me, it was like you're still doing it from like the purest form. Your stand up to me is as good, as interesting as anything you can watch on, on a stage. So, um, I, I just want to say how much I appreciate oh, how you, you still do your stand-up. It's amazing. Uh, if you want to see it live, check them out. Zany's Comedy Club in Chicago, February 4th through 6th. That's a legendary club. Oh, That's yeah. That's been around for Yeah, I've done that a zillion times. 25 years, place. 30 years? Yeah. Comedy for a Cause, PS11 Benefit, Gotham, New York, February 9th. Uh, the Sagaji Theater at the Colorado Springs Fine Arts Center, February 17th, Colorado Springs. Uh, Aspen Laugh Festival, uh, February 19th. Sheridan Maui Resort and Spa, no, February no. 20th. No, no, that, that one
1: fell through. Oh, that fuck. one. Yeah. See, this is what happens if it's like, if it's in the middle of nowhere and sub-zero weather, yeah. those never fall through. Right. But if it's going to Maui in
0: February, those yeah, yeah,
1: you know that those fall. Oh, through.
0: that sucks. Like
1: if if you're going to like Hawaii or if you're going, if you're being flown to the south of France, yeah. to do like the biggest tit contest you're hosting it, <laughs> that that will fall through in a second. <laughs>
0: The but Biggest Tit. The concept. Biggest Tit, which I was, tits, I've been hosting for,
1: for 20 years now. <laughs> the Biggest Tit Festival. And and my podcast, which you have the information.
0: Yeah, the podcast is uh, Gilbert Godfrey's Amazing Colossal Podcast on iTunes and Sideshow Network TV. Wait, you got a couple more dates I want to plug.
1: And, and, and oh, and subscribe to it on iTunes. And rate it and subscribe. Rate and subscribe uh, Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and oh I I interviewed Dick Van Dyke no. yesterday. No kidding. That was
0: a great one. Wow. What'd you talk about? Uh mainly pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Tyler, give me more. Yeah. <laughs> he he was great. Yeah,
1: he's like one of these guys. He's he's like what a thousand or something. Yeah, and he comes out walking without a cane. Yeah, got a big smile on his face. He's happy. He remembers everything. Really?
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you just talked about the old days, his old movies. Oh
1: yeah, his old movies. We even sang uh, a duet. Together, of Dicky? super califragilistic no. and put on a happy face. Me and Dick wow. Van Dyke, oh, a duet.
0: That's amazing.
1: That was, uh, yeah, that was. And I remember while it was happening, I thought it was fun. And then afterwards, being back in the hotel room, after I jerked off, <laughs> I jerk off in hotel rooms <laughs> that course. I had no trouble yeah. with. But I remember thinking, I sang a duet with Dick Van Dyke. What Pretty the wild. hell is going on with this world? Right, that's right. Yeah, it was that was great.
0: Wow, um, isn't it funny too with the uh, the the best tit contest? <laughs> is that when you when you see one tit, it doesn't do it for you. You really need to see both of them. Oh yeah, you? yeah. Why is that? yeah I don't know. I mean it's the same tit twice almost yeah. always. It's very rarely a, a different second tit. I mean one tit
1: will kind of do it for me. yeah you do want to see both.
0: you kind of you kind of need the pair although when a woman breastfeeds, I'm all over that shit. I will linger. Y- you are oh I love seeing Oh it.
1: see I'm the total opposite I I am I am for all those laws. That ban breastfeeding. Really? I think even even in private, it shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> I think if if uh, if a woman's in the Adirondack <laughs> Mountains with no sign of civilization, she should not be allowed to breastfeed.
0: <laughs> Some told me you were not breastfed as yeah, a child.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, breastfeeding is just yeah. plain wrong. You're right. Yeah.
0: S- sucking on your mom's tits is yeah. a very- very weird thing. Oh, that yeah. That you do it, that as a human being, there's a time where you suck on your mom's tits. Oh, yeah.
1: And it's like when I'll I'll look at some woman and I'll think, like, no, that's not what breasts are for. <laughs> They're for my enjoyment. <laughs> They're not for a baby. You could get perfectly good canned stuff. Right. Yeah. You could get it right off the counter. Right. You don't need to be sure. doing this.
0: These cows, they're much bigger. They yeah. have a lot more milk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Comes in bottles. Uh, New Haven, Connecticut at, at Sports Haven, February 27th. March 11th at the Victoria Theater in Newark. Oh, how'd you score that? That one will come through. <laughs> yes. It will be snowing. Yes. And the gig in Newark, New Jersey is
1: a lock. And, and there'll be... Uh, uh, a, an anniversary riot for Rodney <laughs> King or
0: something? It's the wrong coast, idiot. Yeah.
1: No, I knew when I was saying it, but but it just you sounded. You couldn't think of another black good. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, quick, quick! Pan over to the laughing black guy no.
0: <laughs> He's getting beat, but he's still laughing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but see, there's something with Rodney King. Yeah. He became this culture hero. Right. Back then. And then he winds up dying of a drug overdose. Right, right. And you go and you know these people, oh, you know what it's like that and this guy pissed me off from the start. That kid with the who said he invented a clock.
0: I didn't and, hear about and, that. No,
1: oh, no, no, that he was Muslim and, and the teacher, he came to school with this weird-looking machine Yeah, he had. And the teacher thought it could be a bomb. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. And, and they started investigating. As, uh-huh. You know, if you see something, say something. And then he became... This big culture hero, like every organization, wanted him to to run right. their organization. Right, right. Like I think uh, Bill Gates called him and said, "You come, I I'll retire. You'll run everything." Right. Obama gave him an open invitation <laughs> to the White House. And then the yeah. news started coming out that he was a troublemaking little scumbag. Yeah, right. And then he tried to sue the city for like a, a hundred million dollars. Oh, no <laughs> shit. Yeah. And well, he was just like a fucking douche.
0: Well, it's like the guy and, who the uh, Republicans, uh, he, he's out in Arizona and he was a big hero because he was using public lands to graze his cattle. Oh yeah. And then it turns out that he was he was using the N word a lot and he was part <laughs> of all kinds of organizations and the Republicans just started backing off and going, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, not that guy, not yeah. that guy." <laughs> you know, I love it. I love when these guys get taken down. Uh Gilbert Gottfried, you will never be taken down. You're a hero to yes. comedians everywhere, audiences, but do give me the do give me what was before we go. The worst show with the worst booing session where you had to get off the stage that you've ever experienced in your oh, life. Oh, God. Well, they choose st- the one. I mean, I know you've got some.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, that that's so many. <laughs> they, well, I remember, you know, of course, the famous one was when I did the 9 joke. And they at the you Hefner roast and they were booing and yeah, hissing. Yeah. And one guy yelled out too soon, yeah. which I thought meant I didn't take a long enough pause between the <laughs> setup and punchline. And then I do the aristocrats that's like, Hell and you yeah. know, the father's fucking his daughter yeah. and the dog's eating out the mother. And that's they're laughing and yeah. applauding. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. yeah right. I mean. But I've had, I did one. There was—I remember—it was an outdoor thing for some radio convention or something. the sex, and there was a big hedge, like uh, like trees, a hedge there, uh, and that—it's that, like I I did so badly that when my show is over and i am not at all athletic you just take one look at me i i have trouble opening a door and walking i i have trouble handling this microphone and i climbed over that hedge i was so desperate get... were you afraid or are you yeah, just ashamed yeah, yeah. Uh, a combination of both I, I climbed over there like, like Tarzan would have his mouth hanging open. And they had torches. Yes. Uh, yes. Burn right. down, Castle Frankenstein. Gilbert, thank you again. It's been oh, a pleasure. Thank you. And Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast, GilbertGottfried.com. Subscribe on iTunes.
0: Very good. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, John Matthews, for producing the show, and God bless America.